Welcome to the Heavy Duty Parts Report. This podcast is presented by the Heavy Duty Consulting Corporation and hosted by our CEO, Jamie Irvin. At the Heavy Duty Consulting Corporation, we work with manufacturers, distributors, and repair shops who want to grow their business. Do you have a problem that you would like some help with? We have developed fault codes for heavy duty parts businesses, just like they have for commercial trucks. Find out how many fault codes your business has and how you stack up against dozens of other heavy-duty parts businesses. Head to heavydutyconsulting.com and schedule a meeting with us today. All right, let's start this episode. You're listening to the Heavy-Duty Parts Report. I'm your host, Jamie Irvin, and this is the show where you get expert advice about the heavy-duty parts you buy and sell and keep you informed about what's happening in the industry. Do you repair trailers? We are giving away a ProCheck 720. This is a commercial trailer automatic light and electrical tester valued at over $1,000. It takes just five seconds to enter. Go to jamieirvin.ca slash giveaways. That's jamieirvin.ca slash giveaways. Sign up today and you could be the new owner of one of these awesome tools. As an independent repair shop owner, you've got a lot on your plate. Running a repair shop is much more complicated than just doing the repairs, and doing the repairs is complicated enough. To make things a little less complicated, we're going to provide you with a review of diagnostic tools today, and I'm incredibly happy to have Tyler Robertson, CEO of Diesel Laptops, return to the show. Now, Tyler was episode 13. If you want to go back and listen to his story and how he started and grew Diesel Laptops into the company that it is today, Tyler. Welcome to HDPR. Hey, awesome to be here. Actually, awesome to be back again with you, Jamie. So I really enjoy doing these things. Thanks for letting me come on and talk about diagnostics. A lot has happened since we had you back on the show, but let's get right into it. Tyler, how many options are there when someone is looking to buy a diagnostic tool? Yeah, there's a lot. And, you know, you know automotive, there's uh, hundreds of options. Commercial truck. Not as many, you know, a couple dozen. You get off highway, there's really two. So it depends on the market segment. But for the sake of truck market, there there is about, you know, two dozen there. And we kind of put them into four different groups. We kind of have our handheld code readers. And then we have our, you know, low-level American-made diagnostic tools. Then you kind of have the mid-level stuff. And a lot of China tools kind of get thrown in there. And then you kind of got your, your very top-tier guys that are out there that do aftermarket. Um, and then there's, you know, there's OEM, there's aftermarket and there's a, I mean, I, I've talked for hours on this subject before. So it does get a little confusing out there when people are trying to find the right tool for their shop. And that's really what, what everyone needs to do. Okay. So let's, let's try to narrow it down for people. Let's talk about a couple of the two top tier contenders. So for repair shop owners out there, if you want to go after something that's going to give you everything you need to do the job, let's talk about a couple of the top contenders, Tyler. Yeah. So there's two really good ones out there. So the bar you're always up against is people usually call in or they usually start saying, I want OEM software. That's what the dealers have. That's what I want to get. But the problem is, is that stuff's really expensive. It's required annual fees. It's two or two dozen or more different programs on your PC or tablet, whatever you're using. And there's two great companies out there that have full-blown dealer level diagnostics that essentially do 99% of dealer level software 
inside one program and one physical adapter. And that would be Texa with their IDC5 software. And that would be Kajali with their Jaltest software. All right. So what makes these two the top contenders other than just the fact that you are able to do, like like you said, 95, 99% of the software is all in one place. What other factors make these top contenders? Yeah. So we always talk about a couple of things when people look for tools. So number one, what's your upfront price? And that's what people need to look at and compare. Because if you compare the upfront price on these tools in comparison to buying the OEM software, you'll find out that they're actually very, very affordable, especially when you look past a year or two or three years, it it makes it really affordable. We talked about functionality. The one thing we always want to know is if the bar is set, you know, here and then the audio track, I'm holding it like above my eye, right? If the bar is here, how, you know, how good is the OEM software, aftermarket software, get to that OEM stuff. So we talk about that. We talk about usability with the tools and how easy are they to use? Can you just hand it to somebody and they can figure it out? Do they need a little bit of training to go along with it? And then it comes down to support repair information. How well are those things supported? And that's kind of the problem when you buy a bunch of individual pieces. You have to call a bunch of people to get support and have questions answered and deal with licensing. These people allow you to do it on just one. So it really comes down to people wanting to know, hey, what can this thing do? Will it take care of the needs I have? What's it going to cost me today? And by the way, what's it going to cost me next year and the year after that? And what do I get for those services? You know, it makes me think of when you were telling me the story in episode 13 of building your company, you really identified the need. There there was this growing need for diagnostic tools because diesel engines were evolving very rapidly and people seemed to be struggling with the tech. And you were one of the first kind of people to package it all together and make it so that people could just buy it and get started. Is, is that just as relevant today as it was when you started? It, it absolutely is. So there was a couple of problems pre-diesel laptops. So pre-diesel laptops, every company you know, made their own software and they told everybody how great it was, right? And you had, you had a bunch of companies all doing the same thing. So we kind of came in and although we make our own, we have full-time people here that test everybody's software to compare it to the OEM and how good is it? How close to that bar? So pre-diesel laptops, you know, you never knew to believe them or not, right? Was it, are they telling me the truth? Is it a marketing push? Am I getting pressured by the salesman? And here we do 30-day money-back guarantees on our tools. We have two employees. That's our full-time job is just testing all these different software packages and trying to find it out. But the point you hit on there is it needs to be easy for everybody. And that was one of the big things I saw right away is I used to sell the pieces to customers when I was doing this part-time. Oh, you need a hardware, you need software, you need a laptop. Here you go, Mr. Customer, install it. Well, you're giving it to a shop owner that's probably in their 50s or 60s and you're handing a bunch of pieces. Those guys know how to fix trucks and run a shop business. They don't know how to install software, configure Bluetooth, pair things up, run firmware updates, and they sure don't know what to do when it doesn't connect. And nobody wants to call a call center somewhere that's got over in India that's got some people answering the phone going through a script. And I realized real quickly, we need to make this really easy for people out of the box and we need to make this really easy to, for them to call us or contact us. And we got to provide great support to help these people get through fixing their truck. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Now, when you talk about tech support, if I remember correctly, you don't just have software people to help them with software issues. You also have actual diesel mechanics to help them kind of use that tool effectively. Is that correct? That's absolutely true. So what happened was, is I was a one-man company selling these part-time. So, you know, you sell the tool, a customer would call me and say, oh, I can't get connected. I'd remote into their computer. 
and I'd get it connected and then it would, you know, connect and they have a bunch of fault codes and I'd be like, Oh, you good. They'd be like, well, yeah, but I got all these fault codes. What do I do? I'm like, okay, well, I was a service manager. I worked at truck dealerships. So I'd get in there, I look at the codes, I look up the repair information and I kind of say, Oh, go look at these things. Well, of course you do that one time to somebody. What do you think they do every time they have a bunch of fault codes, right? They, they keep calling you back. And, you know, I think through our company through the whole time, that's what we've done is we've seen, hey, there's a problem here. People are complaining or having issues with something. Let's try to have some solutions. So beyond the repair information we made, our tech support department's got over 30 people in it. A third of them are diesel techs because we really quickly realized, man, we need to get people in here. They're buying a tool. That's just one piece of the puzzle. They need great tech support. They they need great repair information. They need training to be really successful in that shop environment repairing trucks. So we're fortunate enough to have some great diesel techs here. We've hired people from all kinds of backgrounds, different OEMs, off-highway guys, marine guys, truck guys. We have certified diesel techs from every make and model you can possibly think of. And it's really cool because I've always said, man, if diesel laptops doesn't work out, I can go start a truck shop somewhere because I got a bunch of diesel techs here already working for us. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think you have any risk of that, (laughs) that happening, but it's always nice to have a backup plan. You know, Tyler, what you're really hitting on for me though is it's hard for people sometimes when they look at a purchase price, right? So they look at the price tag on buying one of these top tier diagnostic tools and there's a bit of sticker shock there. Like, oh my God, I've got to spend those thousands of dollars. And what they fail to realize when they make that decision then is all those things behind the scenes that you either get or don't get that enables you to either make money with that tool or have something that sits in the corner and you never use and it just costs you a lot of money. What do you got to say about that? Yeah, at the end of the day, people only buy tools for us if we solve one or two problems and hopefully both. And that's save you time and save you money. Otherwise, there's no point in buying a diagnostic tool from us. I think four or five years ago, I'm not sure if you remember the heavy duty memorandum of understanding act that was signed, uh, not even an act, it was an agreement between tool manufacturers and truck OEMs and, and engine OEMs. And that was really applauded at the time because it pretty much said, hey, if you make something that's electronic, you have to allow anybody to buy that. And everyone thought that would open the doors up to everyone being able to fix trucks. And it really didn't. All the, all the OEMs did, although they, they agreed to do that, what they did is they made a lot of the pricing really high, very, very expensive in some cases. They made it difficult to obtain. If a customer comes in and says, I want to buy all the OEM software, it's going to be almost twice the price of buying one of these top tier aftermarket tools and you just inherited a ton of problems. Our tech support team, they get as many calls about OEM software that we resell and we help with versus our aftermarket tools. And they, they just all, and a lot of it comes down to training and the technician just not understanding how to use that stuff. So yeah, you're hitting on all the right points. You've been listening to the Heavy Duty Parts Report. Perhaps you're also watching on YouTube. I'm your host, Jamie Irvin, and we've been speaking with Tyler Robertson, CEO of Diesel Laptops. Tyler, when you're buying a diesel laptop, it's not just the hardware that you have to think about. It's the software. We've already been talking about that. But what should an independent repair shop owner consider when deciding what to buy on the software side? Yeah. You know, I listen to you all the time. And what do I always hear you talking about? It's, it's ROI, right? It's what does it really cost you to own this over the lifetime? So, you know, that's number one. What does it really cost you? You need to know going into it what you're getting and what it does. And I think that's part of the problem, um, not that we have, but our competitors have, is they have traditional distribution like you do with truck parts, right? You have a manufacturer and a distributor, and then you have your dealer that's out there 
and they don't really know or the expert on all those parts. And it's like that with diagnostic tools that, you know, we just are able to talk on a completely different level with people when they call in and say, Hey, can it do X, Y, Z on ABC truck? Our people know this because we deal with it all day long and we got tech support and all these internal documents we create and things we do in studies. And then you go to a traditional brick and mortar store and your guy wants to buy a diagnostic tool and ask those same questions. You know, they don't know, right? They're going on a website or trying to call the manufacturer and, and, and doing all those things. So one, it becomes ROI on it. Two, we tell a lot of people that own repair shops that fix other people's equipment. You need to start charging a fee every time you hook a laptop up. Even if it's for a diagnostic charge, go charge 50, 75, 100 bucks. You can always take it off the bill, but if you did that, you'd be surprised if you charged $100 every time you hooked up a, tr- a diagnostic tool and you got that charge three times a week, all of a sudden you find yourself at the end of the month making a thousand bucks extra, which is way more money than if you financed it, what your monthly payment would be. So it's a tool to generate revenue for your shop. Plus you can fix trucks more intelligently now. You're not throwing the old parts cannon at it. You've, you're from the parts industry. I'm sure you've seen the parts cannon thrown at plenty of trucks over the years. And actually, I think independent parts retailers probably enjoy the parts cannon scenario, but you know, the, the guy fixing the truck or paying the bill doesn't. So it not only allows you to know what's going on with the vehicle, but it actually can generate more revenue for your shop and it can allow you to fix things more efficiently. And we really consider ourselves a shop efficiency company more than we do a diagnostic tool company. Oh, absolutely. And you know, that parts cannon kind of scenario, it might be good the first time around, but nobody's happy at the end. There's a lot of parts that get returned. There's all kinds of issues. Like why not just try to get it done right the first time? And really the complexity of trucks is not going to decrease at all. I know that you've recently talked a lot about not just diagnostic tools for the diesel engines, but also getting a wider scope there because there's a lot of electronics now that are in trucks right from the axles and all the way up and through the entire truck, being able to diagnose those issues, being able to diagnose the after treatment, like this isn't going away. It's just going to advance more and more over the next, let's say five years. Absolutely. So we tell everybody that I talk to, right? And I do my, I do talks and, and we talk about this a lot at Diesel Laptops. You know, we talk to a customer, like, Mr. Customer, are trucks going to get more or less complicated in the next five years? Well, they're going to get more complicated. It's been going on forever. And a lot of these shops, they just don't have the training, the tools, the knowledge to properly diagnose a truck. And those guys are going to be in big trouble. If, if they don't figure out how to get more intelligent and more efficient at fixing electronics on trucks, because it's coming, electric trucks are coming, Self-driving trucks are coming eventually. I mean, they got sensors and tires on doors, on fifth wheels, on landing gear, all over the trucks and trailers. It's it's just amazing. You need to get good at that because those days of doing living off brake jobs and clutch jobs, it's going away. There's more automated and automatic transmissions coming out there. Gear oil is getting better. All these manufacturers that make components for trucks are getting better and better through technology. A lot of the ones I've listened to you, you know, on your podcast. They're, they want their products to last longer and have more reliability. And they, they understand that's what wins the game for people at the end of the day for companies. And they need to figure it out and figure it out quick. Otherwise, you know, those days of swapping out clutches and even look at the brakes with electric brakes. You know, it's a different game now. It doesn't, electric brakes, they don't take as long and they stop quicker. There's just a lot of benefits there going on in that whole industry. Yeah. I've often said it's like there's a tsunami wave of disruption coming for our industry and you have a choice. You can either be down on the beach with your head in the sand, hoping that you're going to survive, or you can be up on solid ground where you can, you can actually not just survive all of this, but you can thrive. In episode four, we interviewed Marathon Breaks uh, president. And when we talked to Bob about the future of friction, you know, electric vehicles is a game changer for wheel end work. 
it's a game changer for friction because you just don't go through brakes the same way you do with a conventional diesel truck with an S-cam brake system. So this is changing. This is changing right now. And if you're listening and you're a repair shop owner today, we want to put you in touch with the people who can actually get you not just through these changes, but put you in a position to actually, like you said, make money and thrive. Yeah, absolutely. As a business owner at Diesel Laptops, I'm constantly trying to think three, four, five years ahead, like, man, where's this thing going and what do I need to do today? So I can be leading the charge, not following everybody else. I want to exist five years from now, 10 years from now. And you see a lot of shops, they just, they don't have the right people there. They don't put the money into the training. Uh, the independent shops and even the independent parts channel, they, they got to invest in technology and training and knowledge. Otherwise, they're in trouble because these other companies that are out there, these bigger companies, both OEM dealers and aftermarket, there's some big ones out there that are putting the money and time in behind that. And they're playing the long game. They're not worried about next quarter. They're worried about next five years. And I, I can't stress enough to anyone listening to this. You got to start thinking in the future. Don't be stuck in the past. And if you're saying I'm going to keep doing the same thing the same way for the next five years, you're probably going to be a little bit of trouble. Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. Now, one of the things that I'm always concerned about when I'm investing in a tool or I'm investing in something for my business is, is there hidden costs that I'm not calculating, that I don't see coming? And one of the things that impressed me when I took the tour of your facility back in January was just the extensive parts, you know, and, and like cables and just everything you would possibly need is there. But how do we coach repair shop owners through this decision so that they make sure that whatever decision they make, they don't end up getting smacked with a bunch of hidden costs that are going to really cause them to not be able to make as much money as they should. Yeah. So what I really see happening in the industry is you have diagnostic tools and you have repair information. And you see a lot of companies out there that have really kind of intertwined those two things. And we do it here at Diesel Laptops as well. But the piece that's really missing, I feel like in the independent shop environment is the part you need to fix your truck because that whole thing's still done, right? So you talk about hidden costs, your technician's working on a truck, he's using a diagnostic tool, he's looking at repair information, and now he needs a part. And now he has to stop working and he has to go either make calls himself if it's a small shop or get a manager or a parts guy if it's a bigger shop. And now the technician's sitting there for 20 minutes trying to figure out like, am I going to get my part today, soon? Do I have to pull this truck out? What else can I do? And they end up waiting around. So you talk about hidden costs, that downtime from I know what I need to when and where is it going to come from is a huge time waste that I see in the shop. And that's, you know, obviously, you know, you do stuff with us. You see what we're building over here and so do a lot of other people. And I think that's where a lot of people start to win is there's a technician shortage going on, COVID or not, there's a technician problem out there. And if we can start saving people time in the repair process, that really, I think, solves a lot of problems for a lot of companies. So if you're evaluating a diagnostic tool right now, I want you to really think about a couple of things. Think about this conversation we've had. Tyler, you've talked about when you're buying the right tool, make sure that it's a top tier tool that gives you access to all the software that you need. I want to make sure I'm getting this right. You want to have repair information and access to tech support, both on software and IT issues, as well as access to diesel techs to help you diagnose those problems. You also want to make sure that you're working with a company that's going to help you through the entire process from getting a fault code, correctly diagnosing the issue, and getting the part to repair it with as little waiting or downtime as possible to maximize the efficiency and the throughput of a shop. If you can get all of that in one company, then you can feel confident about buying that diagnostic tool. Is that what we're saying? 
That's exactly what I'm saying. And I'll even go one step further. I know we're talking about the top tier tools. So my dad owns a cockring company. He doesn't buy the top tier tool from us because he doesn't have his technicians don't have the skill set that he wants, or he doesn't want them getting that deep into the engine. They just want to triage it and know is this is this something we can handle or something we got to send out. So we always want to right fit the right tool for the customer. And we have a lot of plans in there. So if customer starts kind of a lower mid-level and they want to trade up through the years, we have trade-in programs to get people to the right tool. But you're absolutely hitting all the right points. You need all those pieces. People think they need just a diagnostic tool. They don't need just a diagnostic tool. They need training. They need support. They need repair information. They need a phone, a friend. And they need to be able to do all that as quickly and seamlessly and easily and preferably with one company instead of buying multiple software licenses and trying to figure it out and trying to switch back and forth between them all. Tyler, let's leave people with something important to think about because basically a lot of times the last thing we say is what they remember. What's like something you want to make sure that you really drive home before we end our conversation today? Yeah. So no matter what tool you buy, make sure at least you get a a trial period with it. We used to go do onsite demos and we go there for a couple hours. You can't figure out what a tool is going to do in an onsite demo in a couple hours. You need to have that thing for a month to be able to understand what it can and what it can't do. So number one, get on a demo program or a 30 day money back guarantee and really get your own chance to evaluate it and make sure that company's going to stand behind it. And number two, I don't care what tool you buy, you need to do the training. (laughs) So the story I always tell people, Texa, we sell thousands and thousands of these Texa kits every year. And the story I always tell people is when I got my first Texa, I thought I knew it all. I installed it. I went out to this, I went out to the company I was working with locally, a repair shop. And I spent three hours there and it did not hook up to a single thing. I could not get it to hook up to anything. And I didn't, I couldn't do anything on anything. And I called the guy back screaming at him saying, I want to return this. You oversold me. It's a piece of junk. And thankfully he talked me off the ledge and said, okay, let me show you a couple of things first. Call me when you get out there. And you know, I went out a second time and I came back with my mind just blown how good the tool was. And we just, I actually just saw a report for the people that returned our tools this year. So year to date, over 70% of the people that returned the tool said, I'm returning it because it doesn't do what you said it would do. And in 99% of those cases, we, I mean, we've sold tens of thousands of these, right? We know what it does. And in every case, like, no, it actually does do that. You just didn't do the training and you didn't call us for help when you needed it. So no matter who you buy from or what you buy, make sure you have training and make sure you have someone who can call to help you. Cause those are the two keys to, to really being successful. No matter what tool you have, don't think you can go buy a seven, eight, nine, $10,000 tool and pop it open out of the box and understand how it works and be efficient at using it. You've been listening to the heavy duty parts report. I'm your host, Jamie Irvin, and we've been speaking with Tyler Robertson, CEO of diesel laptops. To learn more, go to diesellaptops.com. Make sure you go to the link in the show notes and use coupon code HDPR at checkout because I'm an affiliate and that's how I get paid. Tyler, thanks for being on the podcast. I really appreciate it. Hey, awesome, Jamie. Again, really appreciate being on here. Love what you're doing. I tell everybody about your your podcast series you have going on. Keep it going, man. Have you subscribed to our weekly email yet? Go to jamieirvin.ca slash email and subscribe today. Never miss out on any content or great deals again. Go to jamieirvin.ca slash email and subscribe today. I'd like to remind everyone to focus on cost per mile over purchase price and... Let's keep those trucks and trailers rolling. HCA Truck Pride is the heart of the independent parts and service channel. They have 750 parts stores and 450 service centers conveniently located across the U.S. and Canada.
Visit heavydutypartsreport.com slash hdhrcpride today to find a location near you. Again, that's heavydutypartsreport.com slash hdhrcpride and let the heart of the Independent Service Channel take care of your commercial equipment.